Hey everyone, this is your host, Chris Chief and Blurred's Eye View. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here, let me explain. First, it's free. You definitely can't beat that. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace to Chadwick, they killed all the Black Panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Suits in D.C., pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no justice league, what's the need to be civil for? Propelled like the juggernaut, it's clear ain't no stopping. This. The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care. But if you need me, put your fist up in the air. Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name is Super Black. Thank you for watching Blurred's Eye View. And if you haven't already, hit that notification bell. Or if you're listening to us in your car or at work, subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on IG and check out the link in the bio. I'm your host, Chris Fury. And with me is our very own Lady Death Strike of the team. And sometimes she's sour, sometimes she's sweet. Candy B. What's up? Hi. <laughs> you see, I'm, I'm calm. I'm zen-like because my birthday month is over. So You know what? I... We're 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 calm now. We're calm. <laughs> For now, I'm gonna go back into the hibernate. It's like uh, fucking Jeepers Creepers. I'm gonna go back <laughs> a certain amount of time. I'll Every be back. 21 years. Every 21 years, years reemerges. <laughs> uh, we have two guests with us tonight: Lee Juasu and Sequence, and they're here with us. They're talking about their martial arts skills, anime, and stunt choreography, and very much more. But before we get to that, Candy B, what have you been up to? 
I'm making a list and checking it twice because it's almost Christmas. No, I'm kidding. I don't like <laughs> Christmas like that. I'm not excited about it. Um, I've been trying to finish planning. I'm literally in the middle of making a page for this adult prom. I'm going to throw an adult prom. So for those of you that missed yours, that didn't like yours, if you want to turn up, it's going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. It is going to be free booze for a certain amount of time. We ain't going to do the whole night free booze, but we're going to have yeah, open bar we, we for a couple hours. There's going to be. Don't have money like that. Yeah, we ain't got <laughs> like that yet. But there's going to be great food, vegan options. DJ's going to be popping. We're going to decide who the prom king and queen are based off of best dress, kind of like a cute little voting showtime at the Apollo thing like that. But I think it's going to be a nice positive event to bring to the city to give people a reason to dress up because I'm always about that. So just trying to get my uh, event coordinating and, and hosting gigs together. Uh but tell them what the theme is. Oh, okay. So the theme is, are y'all ready? <laughs> y'all better be ready. <laughs> it's for the 9-9 in the 2000. <laughs> Period. Because <laughs> we're always up there. It's going to be so cute. So it's going to be 80% of the time the DJ is going to be playing them throwback jams. But it's going to be cute. I think it's going to go great. And all I need to do is throw one successful event and then I can keep them rolling in from there because I'm serious about working for myself because I'm tired of these nine to five people. I'm Tell tired. me about it. That is the preaching of the gospel. The nine to five is the pain. When did you say that was again? It's going to be June 25th. I already rented out the ballroom, put down the deposit June 25th next year. And I'm going to be officially putting the tickets on sale, um, <clears throat> excuse me, January. I'm just basically finishing in the next three months here, really two months now. Um, tying all the loose ends up. I'm kind of obsessed with planning way, way in advance. That way you have enough room for shit to be fucked up and for you to fix it. But I had to pull the trigger on the ballroom, which is really pretty because it has the chandeliers and it's just going to be nice to decorate. And there's going to be like those, you remember those old school, like <laughs> um, those backdrops that would be in clubs or at like your prom <laughs> and you stand in front of that for the pictures and stuff. It's going to be, Corny, tacky, but it's still gonna be cute. So we're now gonna have same, stuff same, like that too. Now at the same time, I want those who are going to attend. If you don't have Magnes, let's just put it like that. If you don't have <laughs> Magnes, just bring the Advil or whatever it is yeah, you have to bring. Because we're gonna be we're gonna be on it. It's gonna be from six to twelve, and it's gonna be a, a nice time. So I'm excited. A nice safe time. We ain't gonna have no drama, okay? Right, right, right. In the 2000s, so it don't really matter, right? What'd you say? I said Megan wasn't really around during the 2000s, so it really don't matter, right? Well, before Megan, there was Sierra. So if you ain't got them Sierra knees, you ain't got that Sierra knees. Don't don't worry about it. You <laughs> can just worry about it. You can just stand up and whine to Sean Paul and them. That's it. Yeah, just vibe with it. We gonna figure it out. We gonna figure it out. But that's what um, I've been up to. <laughs> um, I had the opportunity over this weekend to check out uh. Blackest Night on Amazon Prime. Okay. Uh, if you love vampire films, Buffy the Vampire, television style, uh, this movie is it. This is a an all black and brown cast. Um, this is taking place in New Orleans. Our boy Keith David is in it. So for those who don't know who Keith David is, he is the voice of everyone's favorite gargoyle, Goliath. Um, <laughs> so the only one that it, matters. The only one that matters. Uh, another show that had a predominantly black and brown cast was Gargoyles. Um, but yeah, it was, I liked it. 
I, I liked where it was going with it. You know, you hear a lot of stories, you hear a lot of stuff like on social media and everything on online, uh, talking about getting our own, telling our own type of horror, horror stories, supernatural stories, especially after the success of Lovecraft Country, knowing that we can tell that story and be mm-hmm. put into that light. And here we have a lead young black girl who's killing vampires along with her uh, uh, Latino best friend and a young boy she likes. And it's, it it works. I yeah. enjoy it. The representation's it. important, which is why I'm like obsessed with the gentleman we have as guests because I like seeing us occupying spaces that you don't normally see us, especially mm. when we're rocking. I know this may be like something small to some people, but when we're rocking our hair a certain way and occupying yeah. space, that always does it for me because yeah. sometimes, you know, they want us there in a certain way. So they want you in the Caesar. They don't want the fro. They don't want the dress. They don't want anything that they can really say, this is black. Mm. So I like, I like being able to see us and we be blackity black, black. Yeah, and yeah, it, it was fun. It was fun. I'm gonna give it another watch because it was just, I. There's a key moment, and this has been said way before this movie came out. This has been said. Uh, they talk about it with Blade. They say, "Well, how can Blade walk in daylight? It's the melanin in his skin. <laughs> the blacker you are, you can walk in the daylight in time, and that's one of the things they actually addressed. And I'm just like, yo, I like what you did there." Thank you. <laughs> so uh, that was something that was something amazing to watch. Uh, I had a lot of fun checking it out. Uh, I will be checking it out. So uh, before we get to our guests, we got some blurred news to talk about. Uh oh, I'm hit yeah. it. <laughs> not so, saying uh oh. So as we all know, uh, Christopher Jamal Evans uh, <laughs> is now the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Uh, it's the the, move, the new movie Buzz Lightyear or the new trailer. You mean Cuz, Cuz Lightyear? Cuz Lightyear. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Buzz, oh. The Buzz Lightyear film drop. This is it's still made the same way as the other Toy Story films was, but this is the story about the real Buzz Lightyear, not the toy. So Christopher and Jamal Evans, you'll wonder why I keep calling him that, but you'll find out in a second because that man's middle name really is Jamal. Um, this was this is the some of the look they have. <laughs> His face. <laughs> but but and you know, and this is this is our man right here. This is how he looks in the film. Looks good. But you know, you know, black Twitter, we can't leave nothing well enough alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the heart for me. <laughs> it's the heart. <laughs> I'm like, why they do that to him? The uh buzz light skin is what they were calling buzz light yes. skin. So this so all we now we got this. <laughs> So now we got Vishon and then we got Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Nothing Lightyear. will ever beat Vishon because <laughs> I was not expecting them to do that. Like, And the fact that there were people cosplaying that, nothing will ever beat that. Because I know good and well, Paul is his name, right? Paul Beth, mm-hmm. if you know, plays him. I yeah. know he wasn't expected to, to go viral like that. <laughs> that was the last thing he was thinking. Vishon is part, part brother because his he's made in Wakanda. Definitely that. <laughs> that was vibranium. Very much that. that. His body was made out of vibranium. So there it is. Um, One of us. The, we had the Boba Fett trailer uh, drop. The book of Boba Fett that drops in December. Actually, the trailer just dropped yesterday. Um, Tamora Morrison, who plays Boba Fett in the prequels for the Star Wars films, reprises his role as the titular score uh, title card for Boba Fett. Uh, our very favorite fan favorite, Agents of Shield alumni, and voice of Mulan. 
Ming-Na Wei plays Fennec Chan, who's also a fan favorite from The Mandalorian. So that drops in December. Get your uh, checks. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting your, your checks. Good Lord. <laughs> She's probably, Ming-Na Wei is probably the only person who has been an action star for Marvel, played a Disney princess, and there's one other thing she's done, and I can't remember what it is yet, but it has something to do with Marvel and Disney. And I'm like, good Lord, just get the money. Get yeah, her manager's money. working overtime. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> so uh, we also had the Morbius trailer drop. You know, uh, Jared Leto would be playing Michael Morbius. For those who don't know, Morbius is the man, half man, half vampire in the Spider-Man universe in the Spider-Man comics and television uh, animated series. And this was supposed to come out last year, but you know, COVID. Um, this looks promising. Uh, I don't know why I'm not excited. I'm just, I'm not moved. I think it's, you know what I think it is? It's the long wait. And this is under Sony. So there's that as well, which has a, they, they're just. I would like to attribute it to the long wait because I feel like I had a little bit of fatigue when it came to Black Widow. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really jumping on that. But even when they were showing, you know, just clips and stuff when this was first coming around, it was like, I'm not. It's going to have to be one of those movies for me where somebody else says they saw it and it was mom because I'm not. I mean, if it's, if it's anything like Venom, then I'm like, okay, then it's doable. You know, it's it's a doable thing. Yeah, you know, it's it cool. Looked, the, the tri- this is DC's boy. He's also in the film. Child. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <Ty> Ray- <laughs> hey, he's come from burlap sack sweaters to <laughs> fighting vampires, I guess. Uh, <laughs> this is some of the other screenshots. This really does look good. That looks good. You know, our boy Michael Keaton will be making an appearance as, you know, not as the vulture, but there is a scene with him in it. So something happens where that's he... like one of the main reasons to even watch this, to be honest. <laughs> right. Yeah. Michael Keaton is the man. Let's just face it. Let's just face it. It's our Ronin on the soundboards. DC, what's going on, baby? I'm a nigga ninja. What's up? <laughs> man, I know oh, y'all didn't think I was going to miss real live ninjas. Like, yeah, I missed a lot of things, but ninjas? <laughs> Shit. I missed but, Burke uh, before that. You missed Burke? <laughs> Don't let you. Won't be my Burke, but whoever. how's it going, Burke. fellas? Oh, um, man. This is our Ronin, our, our nigga ninja, as he says, so on the boards. This is DC. Uh, yeah. We were talking Y'all ninjas, about. ninjas, I'm ninja. <laughs> we were talking about uh, the new Morbius trailer. And oh, I told you, word. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I said your boy was in it. Your boy Who right that? here. Your oh best my friend. God, God your, damn it. Your best friend. <laughs> what does this thing have to do for this role? <laughs> well, apparently crying in the cave with the burlap sack helped. Um it's a we... vampire. What more do you want from me? <laughs> no. But, uh, and then we said Michael Keaton's in it. Michael Keaton is playing. He when is he not though? That's the thing. Yeah, when is he I know. not? Yeah, I know. He's an OG. Yeah, you know, uh Here's some of the other screenshots. This obviously ties into the Spider-Man mythos. That's literally just a regular shot of Jared Leto leaving his apartment. And that's how he looks all the time. Doesn't it look like that? Every day. (laughs) That's that's a regular picture. (laughs) Someone put that with their cell phone. (laughs) You know, and here's here's something for the ladies. You know, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the darker meat I prefer, but we'll deal. We'll deal, ladies. We will deal. Now, uh, 2021, they settle it. Yeah, he, it's, like it's gonna be a good movie though i can't yeah, wait it does it does um guess who drops on netflix tomorrow countdown fucking midnight might as well be because oh. our girl 
and the harder they fall. Yeah, you had it right with Black Jesus and the disciples. <laughs> Indeed. <Yo. laughs> and disciples. disciples. They this are is accurate. on the rise. One, two, the, the, three, four, five, six, seven. We may, we few short on this picture. We few short, but you know, we may not. They might not all be there just yet, but. Trust yeah, me, I can't wait for that to drop neither. But yeah, that's coming on Netflix tomorrow, November third. You know, we got Lakeith Stanfield in this thing. So good. Uh, uh, Zazzy Beats and Jonathan everybody. Majors. D- yeah, damn near everybody. And that's one black. black with nothing yeah, they were like, <laughs> "Come on over." Like, <laughs> even if you had something to do, all I'd have to hear is Idris Elba. I'm free. What are you talking about? I'm sign me the fuck up. Like when you got Jonathan, you got Jonathan Majors is becoming like that guy. Like he's in every freaking thing right now yeah. like making moves like i can't wait I for this thing is that the line of the shields yep uh uh Del Roy see Lindo. you know what's crazy yeah. He, yeah him too uh but when you look <laughs> at it because I, he got a distinct face that no matter how fuzzy it is you can tell it's him that's how i knew him. him in the middle yeah. not a distinct face no a matter how fuzzy face. goodbye <laughs> but uh you know can I speaking that midnight of, yeah, yeah, you know, midnight. You know, if Netflix is doing they is playing their cards right, they better drop it after me. I thought they were gonna do it on uh Friday. I'm bugging. I thought so too, but I think they yeah, feel kind of weak to drop it on a Wednesday, man. I feel like yeah, it does. They're trying to that set might... us up for failure. Well, you know what? Disney Plus was they let the on Wednesday. drop on Friday, but the brothers gotta drop on a Wednesday, knowing people gotta work <laughs> the... on a hub day. It's well, it's gonna be a lot of it's just gonna be a lot of call-offs. But speaking of Regina King, our girl. Just got the star on the walk, walk, uh, walk long. of fame, walk of fame. Yeah, it it did. It took way too long. Look at that. This this sister been put. Year old woman. <sighs> Look at that. Look at that. That's that's kind of gorgeous. Oh, I like what she wrote. That's nice. Yeah. Well, she she puts you know for this sister been put two two seven no place work. like home. Right. Market where it all make started. it yours where it all started. Right. Um, I'm so glad for her. I'm so happy for her. Like it's well earned. It's it's way past earned. So, uh, before we get to our guests, we're gonna go to our commercial break. So stay tuned. (laughs) Running low on energy, long days, and even longer nights. Tired of all the other energy drinks and bars promise you a lot and never delivering. Need to make it through work, but want a product that can keep up with your busy lifestyle. Want no longer? Try Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. The balls that are so smooth and with a load of nutrients and vitamins to really get you up and bouncing off the walls. Made with all natural ingredients and healthy junk to satisfy even the pickiest eater. Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls are sold everywhere where you buy your junk. And now for those who want that extra kick in the butt, comes Chef's Heavy Duty Chocolate Salty Balls with 120% more caffeine than the leading brand. Disclaimer. This product has not been approved by the FDA or World Health Association. Warning, this product is not intended for consumption by children, elderly people, or women who are pregnant or may become pregnant. You might even get pregnant. I swear we ain't shit. Um, <laughs> no, you, you. I didn't make that. That's you. We're going to play that at the uh, at the adult prom next year. Absolutely not. Security? <laughs> we'll be giving out chocolate. I'm just balls. here to press buttons so I don't get fined. Security. <laughs> so what made you guys want to become ninjas? Because that was just off the... <laughs> what made you want to learn the way of the 
Michelle yeah, so Lynn. Let's like, start was... with our let's start with our guests. Uh we got two literal masters at their craft. Uh we got Lee and Sequence here, and they are martial arts artists, stunt choreographers, and anime heads on top of that. So we'll start with you, Sequence, to introduce yourself to everybody. Well, uh, hello, everybody. My name is uh, Sequence Henry, um, otherwise known as Running Fish Ronin or That Boy Ronin on uh, IG. Um, I've been doing martial arts since I was three years old, and, uh, and, I, and, I, and I continue to do it now. I love it. Yeah. That's dope. That is dope. Uh, Lee, I'm sorry. You gotta, there you go. There you go. Can I, can I say Greetings, people. Oh, good. Ah, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, Lee. But I, I no have also be a martial artist, entrepreneur, business owner, a player, uh, good boyfriend, you know, all of above. Not Bob <laughs> he is because you know, I'm gonna plug my little show. He was they were on Candid Convos with Candy, yes, D, and they were. These brothers were so impressive to me. Like I couldn't believe this much maturity and um, just mental stability, <laughs> which is huge. I mean, like we laugh about it, but that's that's a big thing amongst um, men, let alone men of color, coming from you guys. And he's a good man, and you know, ain't nobody talking crazy in his inbox because we asked about that too. And if they are, he's shutting them down because he's taken <laughs> happily. Period. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Period. Well, period. Let's get, put it on there. <laughs> Exclamation point. With the tea. That's with a the good tea. man. A good man. And he <laughs> light skin and a good man. You know, that's a rare combination. They be out that here. They be out here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to say that was a compliment. Lord, that can't did it, did it, did But you know. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's all love. But continue, continue. Uh, Lee, you're up. Yeah, uh, snap. Okay, so there's an anime called Kenichi, and Kenichi's about this dude who's a freaking weakling. He can't even walk with his feet in front of him, and he starts getting beat up at school. So he meets somebody, and she decides she's going to help them learn all of the martial arts. So watching this anime and eventually reading the manga, I decided I was going to learn all of the martial arts. And after years of fighting people and getting beaten up and spending a lot of money on weapons, I realized that the pursuit of mastery and a skill is what's going to make you great. Not necessarily collecting a whole bunch of stuff. And so uh, I decided to pick up martial arts and hone in on martial arts after this traveling. And it led me to meet a lot of cool people and learn a lot of cool stuff and do a lot of cool things. Now, I'll say I've watched both of your brothers uh, work, some of your videos and stuff like that, and some of your pictures. Look, for folks who are listening or even watching, these cats are the real deal. Um who do you admire to meet? Who's your favorite uh, uh, Martin martial arts? Ooh, that's that's hard. I'm gonna let Lee go first. Lee, you go first. <laughs> Put him on the spot. <laughs> <Hey>. Snap, see. <laughs> oh, all my questions. <laughs> okay, there's someone by the name of Latif Crowder, and Latif Crowder, I believe he's Brazilian. He does an art called Capoeira, and if y'all are familiar with Tekken. Latif Crowder mm -hmm. is literally Eddie Gordo. He's the person mm -hmm. Eddie Gordo is based off of. And, and fun, and fun fact, and, and fun fact, he was also the stunt double for Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther. There it is. Wait, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yep. You think it's a game? Get fired with <laughs> bitches one time. Knowledge. Not their faces. <laughs> His face. Putting in work. Putting in work. 
Trust me, Chris didn't see Black Panther 50, 11 times, so he would know. More it'll, than be, anybody it'll, be, it'll be 50 right. I'm not putting him on blast on how many times he watched it. <laughs> I he mean, gets I his Black Panther hoodie pajamas. I have no shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's have you seen of, the background? I'm like, I have no cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a cup of cocoa. Hold on, hands. Hold on, hands. 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 <laughs> and, and his first slip is the slow sip. Mm, go ahead, <laughs> Chad. The, beat their game. ass. <laughs> beat their ass, Chad. Mm. You didn't even call him Chad. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> that's right. So that's how you whoop ass in the jungle. Who is your? Who is your? Who do you admire in martial arts? Uh, he's also. Um, uh, who, he said Latif, right? Uh, Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's also an actor for uh, the main character in The Mandalorian as well. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay. Yes. Ooh, mind blown again. Getting checked. Like <laughs> Panther, but all right. Well, I guess you might be right. But um, no, no, he's right. Trust me, brother. You don't even <laughs> you know martial arts. He know comic books and movies. That's his. That's his okay. mastery. <laughs> he said, "I, I." <laughs> but um, I, I take a lot of information. A lot of different martial artists, regardless if they're famous or not. Uh, I really focus on work and their, their character towards their work. Uh, so. Just because you see actors or martial artists on television or movies doesn't mean they're actual martial artists. Mm-hmm. So I do my homework, but we're not going to get too much into detail. But if I had to choose someone that I would want to meet, uh, I somewhat admire and have grown a profound fascinate, been fascinated with in the last few years, I would say, I would say Michael Jai White. I was mm. I was hoping you I was thinking you was gonna go there, but I didn't want to put words in my V's. Reason being is because um over my years of training, the thing that I've seen him do can't really be explained just from looking at it. So for me to understand exactly what he's doing as far as technique, philosophy, or just the understanding of the principles behind why he does the things that he do as far as martial arts. I would have to meet them in person. You know, I don't like to judge people based off of their movies or things that they do. I, I would prefer to see it in person, you know. So he is someone that 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 sparks my curiosity as far as like a level of excellence. Plus, plus he's black, you know, he's in the industry. So I'm 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 curious about how he maneuvers through the industry because eventually I would like to be in that position as well. So it's not just the martial arts aspect, it's him being a martial artist, being black, and then being proficient at his craft to where he has to uh, be outstanding enough to catch everyone's attention, regardless mm-hmm. of race or whatever. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He's, he's, he's interesting. So I would like to meet him, ask him some questions. <laughs> That's dope. I have some videos that you did that you sent me. And uh, this is the, a combination of a few of your cohorts. Mm-hmm. I may so we'll show that. We'll show that. We'll show that right there.
That's some dope shit. I don't want to see none of you niggas walking in the dark alley alone. I tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I commend y'all because that, that that does take years of skill and dedication. You know what I mean? Just the discipline to stay in that art firm. You know what I mean? Oh shit! Gee, Groovy's shit. in the building. Uh, but <laughs> oh shit! Rea, okay. Uh, anywho, like I was saying, man, the dedication that it takes to stay in that um that art form and to master it, I commend y'all for that because you know what I mean. Some people don't have that level of dedication um to stay in something like that and to be able to be great at it. I commend y'all, and y'all still young, so y'all got plenty right. of time to do what y'all want to do. You know what I mean? Um, so stay with it. Like just seeing that alone, I was like, damn, y'all dope. I yeah. ain't gonna lie. You know, I like to uh let people know the truth. And y'all dope as hell. I don't just say that just to say it. Um like just seeing y'all when when y'all was on Candy show, the brief moment I caught it because I, I was had some other stuff to do. So um, but you guys are dope for real, man. So I would I wanna say myself, y'all the shit. <laughs> yeah. Too many black ninjas. Yeah. Um, so I know y'all, so I can say that now. But um, man, honestly, put y'all man, on the payroll somewhere. Uh, <laughs> keep, keep up with y'all craft, man, because it's easy to get complacent sometimes or feel like you're not doing it, but man, but y'all doing it. I don't care what nobody tell y'all. So and I like of, that you're doing it as a team. Sorry to interrupt you, Chris. No, no, uh, I like that it's a squadron and it's not this kind of competitive thing that you see amongst almost anybody that's in the same field. Cause I've seen it on and off in the cosplay world um, with different people where they act like one person can't just be doing their thing um, without it being some type of beef or just petty stuff. And it, I never got that vibe from the content I've been following from you guys that you've been putting up or Lee at all. And I love that it's a group. And I, I think I follow almost everybody in the squad that I saw in the video individually. Mm -hmm. And they're like DC, uh, DC said, they're really about their business, like on and off the court. And it's really, really cool to see a group. So I hope y'all get picked up. I hope Hollywood's paying attention and some contracts and checks is coming in because y'all doing it. Yeah. So, so, so Lee, so Lee what have you, have you ever become complacent? You know, DC mentioned complacency. So, have you ever gotten to a, a point in your training where you've gotten a little complacent? You're like, okay, I got to snap out of it or anything like that. Yeah, on a daily basis. You know how boring stretching is, bro? I would never, ever. I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. Uh oh, you wow. cut out. Yeah, that's it's good. A little bit. Oh, is it back? It's in and out. It's in and out. Really? That's you're weird. there. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're yo, there now. Yo, uh, oh, yo. cool. Yes. The challenge what? is to get a split, and the only reason that I'm stretching right now is because I want to hit a split. Because there, there are the us that have splits and the us that do not have splits and the us that get splits and you got to maintain the splits and it's very difficult to maintain the flexibility. It forces you to not be complacent. So you just take one day to not stretch and all your flexibility for the past three months goes away. Oh, wow. wow. So are you, so are you doing a little bit of, because I saw on, I want to say TikTok, Lizzo has a trainer that's teaching her 
how to do a split. And I guess however far her leg extended, they said that was day one. And I'm like, ain't no damn way. You could learn like in a day to do a split. I'm like, where's the trainers at? So are you like at that stage where like from day one, you had a lot of flexibility or are you like, oh, I got to work on this a bit more? Yes, a whole lot of work. <laughs> I believe <laughs> I just like how there's class systems in Ninja them. Like the have those who have splits and those who don't. Makes you feel that's a hell of a system to play it. You put yourself you in. would. You'd have to put you your nose up just a little split. bit at those that don't have the split. Like, mm, look at you. Not splitting. Not splitting ass mm. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what about They're you, sequence? Has it ever been has there ever been uh point in your training because you've been training since you were three you said right yes i <laughs> has there ever been a point where you're just like oh screw this um i ain't on it today <laughs> you know first of all my you know being put in martial arts at a young age i mean you have no choice because you know your parents are looking after you but there's it, it, there's always came a came a time where it's like, man, I don't want to do this shit no more, man. I don't want to go to class. I don't want to train more. You know, but the the discipline behind or just, well, it was it was just something I had to basically learn. You know, I didn't always want to do certain things as a kid, but the thing is when you grow up and you realize the benefits of sticking through it or being put in a position you didn't want to be in, it helps you along the way in the future. You know, so mm -hmm. you now, you're having to do things that you don't want to do, but you know the benefits behind something that you, you don't like to do, but you complete it. You know, there's less behind it. But from, yeah, like I said, from three years old to now, it's, it's always been like that. Even even now, sometimes it's like, so I'm a teacher too, I teach. So it's like, even sometimes like, man, I don't, I don't want to teach. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do this right now. You know, it's because my mind is, it's, 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 it's expanding. You know, it's becoming more mature about things that are around me. Growing up, martial arts was, I thought that martial arts is the only thing that I was good at. So early when I, I uh, came back and said, oh, I'm this, 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 and this, it's because I've been working on that. So why not give myself credit? You know, I'm, I don't want to be known as just a martial artist. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in anything that you do, you're going to, you're going to always be complacent, man. You just gotta you gotta push through and figure out if this is really what you want to do. If not, move on to the next thing. You got time. Right. You know, nothing but. <laughs> well, well, considering the fact you trained at such an early age, uh, that sounds so much like your typical martial arts origin. It it just does. I've been training since the time I was in the crib. No, <laughs> except for it's nothing tragic. Like my parents were murdered in front of me at the age of three, right. and then oh, I decided shit. to train. I had to learn a way to make them fear me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's no different than you. like you know, like athletes who uh, at the age of birth are given a football or a basketball or something like that. That it does teach because I've coached it. Does that dedication? Like I said, it takes a lot to stay in that zone. You know what I mean? Especially when you're young. And there's all this temptation and the streets and people partying and, and drinking. That's the downfall of a lot of the youth because they get caught up in that hype and they lose mm -hmm. focus. They lose dedication. I've seen players who had all the potential in the world, but they couldn't let go of the streets. And right. they, you know what I'm saying, lost their way. So that's why I said I still, that's why I said I commend y'all big time because y'all being young and being able to do even when you young or old. 
That's what's up. Uh, group and to keep one another aligned. You know that. You know when he asked me for the video or asked me videos of myself, I could have easily sent things of just me. But the thing is, it's not about me. You know, mm. I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for each individual person that was in that video. It ain't me, it's we. Or to learn something, you know, or to want to enhance my skills. So it's, it's no longer about me. It's, it's about the people around you that helped you develop your character, your being, your purpose, your reasoning, and a, and a bigger vision when it comes to life. You know, and, you, and if you're selfish, you're, you're never going to be able to see that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I love these guys that are around me. Uh, each one of the team team members are they, they they have a special place in my heart, you know. And I just so happen to get lucky to have individuals like this, and I know how important it is to um, keep them around, you know, because uh, it's hard to find them nowadays. It's hard to find them. It's hard to find. That's, yeah, it truly is when you have a clan of literally a clan of like minded individuals who all whose goal aligns with everybody else's. Is it's a it's it's a dope feeling to be honest with you. And speaking of which, speaking of which, here's the other video that you sent me. I'm gonna show. <laughs> oh wait! Let me... I would want to like <laughs> DC was a bit mesmerized for a second there. No, I because I, I was in my head. I was playing that all that out. You know how now you watch like all the old school like martial art flicks, and they had that montage of training. That's what that remind me of. And I just always love those. You know what I'm saying? You see the side, this dude in the dojo, he getting ready to fight. I don't know. That's just always dope to me. But no, y'all always do y'all man. Them two videos y'all did y'all thing, and you know, like I said, it's it's dope. I was a little mesmerized. Though. I ain't gonna lie. Up, <laughs> I'd be wanting to learn that knives. stuff for all the wrong reasons. Like say something. I took karate for a little bit, and I was like, I'm in this for the wrong reasons. I just want to fight people. And, and yeah, like, no, it's not for the, the fight. reason to do this. <laughs> that is <laughs> not the I reason. I want to play football so I could hit people for <laughs> the right reasons. So. But from a self-defense standpoint, it would be um, that would be really dope to teach a self-defense class just specifically for women, because there's so many of us that end up in situations, regardless of age, where you feel uh, helpless, you, whether man. you're out and about or, in my experience, actually in a relationship. And had I been able to feel like physically powerful against somebody who was like 6'3 and 200 something pounds. I still fought, but it's different when you know what you're doing to kind of, I guess, like focus differently or anticipate how somebody would come at you. I think it would be a, a lot better for a lot of people that are on, in, in unfortunate situations like that. So, you know, that's another business venture for y'all if y'all ever wanted to get into that bag. So I've taught personal, personal bodyguards. <laughs> Um, uh, of course, seminars, uh, training, visuals, videos, and um, um, women's self-defense was not my main priority as far as like uh, teaching people. Um, but 
after a, a few experiences and being out in the world a little bit more, um, I just changed my my demographic to women. Because mm. I went out to California um, and I actually threw a couple seminars out there. And one of my seminars that I threw, almost every lady in the class had some type of trauma, abuse that happened. To and it was just so yeah. like Not one of them didn't have a situation that happened to them. You know, so to me, you know, having all this information as far as martial arts and self-defense and learning how to defend yourself and being self-aware and aware of your surroundings, why I would be doing an injustice if I didn't share information. And I feel that, you know, when it comes to ladies, man, I want them to be empowered. I have a lady myself. You know, I, I train her all the time. I'm constantly instilling things in her mind where she's at home, where she's taking an Uber, where she's over there with her friends. And her friends know how she moves. She moves different. She doesn't move like prey anymore. You know? Mm. And, 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 I, that's dope to say. <laughs> that is that true, is dope though. I mean, and she doesn't move like prey anymore. No which people or what type of people to to go at. You know, just like you have bullies in school growing up. They know mm -hmm. the one you can pick on. So mm -hmm. it's just yep. to pray. You know, you got to uphold yourself a lot differently. You got to say certain things. You have to look a certain type of way so you would be less likely targeted. And most people don't even know that. You know, that's just something so simple. You know, it's how you carry yourself. Mm. I, I think that's a... I don't even know having a way to put that, but uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. no, because be general, it, like but... these are this is why I named this episode the way of the Ronin because mm. here you have two brothers that are literally they're in the field, they're practicing, they're they're telling you these different ways how to protect yourself, how to walk, how to you know present yourself, you know, in different in different fashions, and I think that's dope, uh, Lee. I know you are going into your if are you in stunt choreography now or going into that? Um so in anything that's done, and a lot of this comes from the team and being able to be around the team, the priority previously and for a lot of people is often how quickly they can utilize a skill set in order to gain an advantage. But if you develop a skill set, then you end up having the, the leverage in any situation that you deal with because now you're the person that has the most skill and also you're the person that can do the most and you can pass it to people the more that you understand something inside and out and so um, I've been training for the past three years with different stunt people uh, the stunt coordinator for power um, the dude he's the person is teaching me right now he's uh, was on the last season of Wu-Tang that just came out and I've been nice. learning from them not only how to do stunt acting and stunt performance and do like fights and falls and stuff but also the understanding of how the business works and how to work mm. with stunt performers and what the stunt world is like. Because once you go into that environment, just like anywhere else, there's politics and there's exercise and there's soreness and there's communities of people. And if you know how that world operates when you're outside of it, when you do have to go inside of it and you don't have a choice, or if you want to go inside of it because you understand it, you can, again, not move like prey and operate with extreme certainty and people see how you move. They will see that you understand. They won't know why you know what you know, but they'll know what you know. And so they won't try to take advantage of you. And so in the practice that's been done and the people that I've been studying under, the goal is to have an understanding of how stunts work um, so that I can direct stunt performers and so that I can take direction as a stunt performer 
when the need comes. Because when you black, you're not going to be out here doing kung fu. They're going to have you falling on your face. You probably want to play a drug dealer. But if you take the understanding of what stuff performance is and what it means, you stay safe. There's a story my teacher tells me where he was on the set of a Marvel movie or a Marvel film. And there was a person that decided he was going to move a pad after the stunt performer had drilled a whole bunch of times. So the stunt performer is committed to the ball because he was done with the pad. And because he didn't know the homie he goes for the ball and he misses the pad and he hits the back of his head and dies immediately. That's because the safety wasn't in place. And the safety wasn't in place because the person on set didn't understand the way the stunt people operate. I don't want to be that person. Mm, that is cold, hard facts. Um, especially after hearing uh, this latest tragedy on this movie Dust that Alec Baldwin is in and giving a prop gun. And there's so much that's gone on with that that we've seen that type of accident happen before with Brandon Lee. We've yeah. seen that happen. And there there's there's checks and balances there's just checks and balances sometimes you like you know there's conflicting stories that's being heard about and everything else bottom line this man feels responsible for the the injuring of one person and the death of another because of not his incompetence but the incompetence of someone around him lack of information lack of information there it is because you know for one thing you know i teach I teach firearms too, so I'm into guns. I like guns. Um, so, you know, one of the, the the first things when it comes to firearm and the most important is, is safety. Mm-hmm. And you treat every firearm as if it's loaded. Mm-hmm. So, if that gentleman at least knew the fundamentals of how to properly hold a firearm, he would he would he would second guess everything. You know, okay, someone hands it to me. Is it loaded? How, how does it look? Okay, uh, should I test fire a couple times? You know, s- things do happen. Accidents do happen. But, you know, you have to take that in consideration. You know, people try to get rid of guns or blame guns. But it's not necessarily the guns. It's the, the, right. people. the people. Stupid people. Yeah. 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 Well, not necessarily stupid. They just don't have the information. They're not stupid. Well, no. I, I mean, the misinformed is going to be the misinformed. But you have yeah. stupid people who get guns and go out here just thinking because they know how to handle a gun. You know what I mean? That they can just... Guns don't kill people. Stupid people kill people. That's just how that works. But yeah, gun safety is important. But mm-hmm. taking away guns is not always the answer. I mean, some people shouldn't own guns, but that's neither here nor there. And I like that you it. framed it as misinformed because a lot of people don't no, and and that's like across the board on almost anything, but it's specifically for firearms because I'm I'm team, you know, firearms. I'm not ever going to be a person that's like nobody should have guns because I don't see that as a problem either. But the lack of um, people being informed about it, especially if we're just going to keep it about people of color. Um, I just think a lot of people I know, they know how to get their license and they know where to get the gun. But then that's kind of where it starts and stops. Mm-hmm. And it's no further conversation or training or anything beyond for a couple of hours, I went to the range and that was it. And I'd want to know way more than that. It, Cause this is going to be a lifetime relationship with my peace. <laughs> like yes. that's just what it's going to be. So yeah. I kind of need to know everything. Mm-hmm. And it's very sad what happened on that set because I feel like things like that are preventable. It's like cooking. You, you, you read all the ingredients the first time you put stuff in there, you feel good about yourself, but do you really feel like you can do that? make it the same way 
the very next time without using the instruction book? Exactly. Exactly. Takes a couple times. It takes a couple times, right? Fishing at it and and be comfortable to make a dish or dessert without you know using the book. And it's the same thing with the firearms. But yeah, man, that that. But you know, uh, it happens, and like, and that's an example of what Lee was talking about. I'm gonna show another clip, and then we're gonna talk about your animes. Hey. I love I love the fact that you uh, I mean in in this is go this goes in martial arts at all times you know to kind of pass that down to show that next generation how to do things and this was a fine example of you going over the choreography and the moves that need to be made during said scene um like we just discussed before the clip we've heard the accidents you know all the time you know what happened you mentioned mm-hmm. lee mentioned the accident on marvel film you know i mentioned what happened on the film with alec baldwin and the in then the film with brandon lee these things are unfortunate mishaps or accidents and people's lives and you know although people may not be killed every time which is why those two incidents are such a big deal i do think about when people are practicing and maybe you accidentally hit somebody full force because i think daniel craig was talking about that recently in the the bond his last bond film um where i forget who he said he was opposite of but he hit him and he was just like holy shit are you okay and fortunately the person like ate the hit but i'm also like I don't know if you can hit me <laughs> and I just lean with it, rock with it. I just feel like no, I'm good. I I'm feel good, like that man. takes a certain amount of discipline and focus <laughs> because it could unfortunately happen. So has it ever happened with you guys where you're you're practicing something and then somebody accidentally clap and then it's like, I right, give me a minute because I want to beat your ass. Or I don't I don't know if you guys ever felt that. All the time. All the time. <laughs> Keep it real. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> have a broken relationship with one another. So if someone on the outside looking in, they would know that we have like, well, maybe, maybe. No, matter of fact, I take that back. People on the outside looking in, we'll, they will see that we have a great relationship. So they wouldn't see that we were uh, purposely trying to hit one another. But mistakes do happen to where someone will clip someone, but it's, it's all good. You know, we understand it comes with the territory. But if it was someone that we're working with that is new, well, for me personally, uh, and I'm working with somebody, I don't care how much money I'm getting, you're not going to keep hitting me, you know? <laughs> I know, that's right. Yeah. 
You gonna might have to catch these hands and do this one more time. He said, all right. One baby, you know what I'm saying? He said, you only got a couple of times to say, I'm sorry. One too many times, brother. You didn't slipped on accident. That last thing that uh, everyone saw, it was a um, a collaboration with um, a, a younger gentleman that is someone that I, I actually look up to. He's a, he's a great dude. He's a VFX artist, animation, and um, he's been doing it since he was three, five years old, too. So. oh yeah. And we're actually doing collaboration. So when we're talking about the anime martial arts choreography, um, over my years of doing martial arts, like I said, I, I only thought I was good at martial arts. I started to get into anime, and I'm actually watching Baki right now, and I'm and I'm starting, <laughs> and I love and I respect within the martial arts uh, anime or anime itself how it makes the the correlation between martial arts and you know the choreography, the philosophies, the understanding, the principles. Uh, in other words, they talk about certain things that sometimes only martial artists will understand, and I love that. You know, so I started to implement that in choreography. I started to um, I'm creating new content that is more on the side of anime. And then we ran into Caleb and we're actually creating a, a piece called Wind Saga. And he's behind a lot of the VFX, the special effects. And I choreographed pretty much all of that. And it's going to be 2v2, 1v2, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be dope. Uh, the trailer is actually coming out soon. Whenever he drops it, okay. I'll, I'll get it. Definitely. Uh, yes, support, let support, us promote. Support, support. <laughs> support. Right. So, uh, we're going to talk anime for a hot second. Lee, I know. Now, the question is consistently asked throughout the, the Blurred community, their favorite anime. You know, what is the worst anime? Ooh. The worst anime is so bad oh. that <laughs> you can't watch it. You can only watch the trailer. And it is by the name of Boku no Piku. Now, for those who are uninitiated, don't look it up. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to be like... She's just Googling away. <laughs> you better you have your anytime you don't want, you better have a DPM before you put it in because it will ruin No, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> NSF? The <laughs> not the VPN though. I'm through. <laughs> not safe for work. Oh man, not safe for work. I am At done. That should be the, the initials. Not NS. I hear NSW. Groovy's keyboard hitting hard over there. What time that? What was that? What, what, what that is that thing again? again? Slowly this time now, young man. Slow down now. <laughs> so, uh, sequence. What was the worst anime for you? Oh, the word. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm very. Um, anything that doesn't doesn't pertain to martial arts that I can relate to, is trash. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. there's that. Oh, I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. And <laughs> what he said. Okay, so I obviously you're wearing your Naruto shirt. Yeah. Is that your favorite? I grew. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on it. Uh, I have a lot of stories. Uh, I, I told B that last time. There was a few stories I, uh, I think I mentioned. So basically, Naruto is that one. And everyone has that show, that anime, that nostalgia that appears when you, you, you're thinking of that. Or Yeah. So growing up, I would watch, for example, I would stay up past my bedtime on uh, Saturdays to watch um, Naruto to the point where I, I would 
not get enough rest. I got to go to church the next morning. I don't get up. I get <laughs> or I'll get over in church for falling asleep because I was watching Naruto the night before, you know, Toonami. So, and then mm-hmm. shout out to Toonami, <laughs> still going, still going strong. And it was, uh, like I said, it's a nostalgia of my childhood, my early childhood. Naruto was there for me. If anyone wasn't or anything wasn't, Naruto was. So that's why I put in my top. Lee, who so, was your stepbrother anime show that was there for you all the time? Dang. To be honest, fam, when I got into anime, I got into it for all the wrong reasons. So for the first two years, <laughs> oh, I was shit. watching Mad Harems. And there's one called Sora no Otoshiwami, which is Heaven's Lost Property. And it's about this dude who just wants peace and quiet, but he's also a pervert. And this angel falls oh, well, down okay. from the sky. From Subway? And, the angel, and the angel can grant any wish that he has. So because oh, this shit. man is a pervert, he... He, he engages in wildness for the first day. But then he realizes that, like, I need to protect this thing because this is, like, a pure blessing that I've been given from the freaking heavens. And so, although he still engages in shenanigans, he comes to understand that protecting those that he cares about is how he um, can ultimately get to that peace that he wants. So, Soda no Toshimono was that show for me. And I can't watch it anymore because there's mad panty shots, but there's also action. And it's hilarious, and the plot is dope. There's philosophy in there. And once again, Groovy's keyboard is probably typing away. Uh, (laughs) Listen to us. Asian schoolgirl does what now? No, Lord, Lord, Lord. Here you go. Here, here. I knew it. Groovy, Groovy's on the case. Uh, uh, He says his worst. Groovy says his worst is fully coolie. That is a weird one. Fully coolie is a weird one. Dang, this is the name. It's a, it's a, it's a different, it's a different vibe. Oh, don't do space dandy like that. <laughs> space dandy. Don't do space dandy like that. Oh, so uh out of out of out of all the animes that are out, and there we're we're getting inundated inundated with them all the time. Uh, what is your standout moment from an anime? Like like it's the it's like that moment. It's sort of like uh Hearing John Wick, hearing the story of John Wick killing three people with a pencil, and then you finally see him kill three people with a pencil. What is the moment you st- from an anime that stood out for you? Just like, yo, that's that scene, that's that move, that was that moment that did it. Lee, high school, uh, high school of the dead, Matrix boobs is easily the greatest anime moment Wait. I've ever witnessed with my two eyeballs. Time out. Because I want to make sure I heard what I heard. <laughs> Run that back one more time. High school demon, <laughs> Matrix boobs. High school of the dead is like the walking dead, but it takes place mm-hmm. in Japanese high school. This person okay. shoots off a machine gun while they're while this, this girl is fighting zombies with a katana. And so the machine gun fires off. You see the trail of the bullet. Homegirl dodges the bullet, but her her boobs are swinging. As he's dodging the bullet, and so yeah. it's at perfect timing, it goes whoosh, and the bullet goes, and it just barely goes past in the middle of the fight. I see. I thought I, I thought scene. I was tripping. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> just been a long day. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't. <laughs> want to make sure you heard what you heard. Yeah, because I was like, 
My man said mega boobs. You know what I'm saying? He was saying, what did the dude say on boomerang? I heard titties, but I knew I knew because I was drunk. <laughs> Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, what about you? What about you? <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm old. Bye. Make me stand up and go crazy. And my girlfriend got to come in here and tell me to shut up because, uh, or like trying to figure out what's going on because I'm so <sighs> certain scenes that just make me want to stand up. But um, since I'm watching Baki, um, there was a because you know I'm biased when it comes to martial arts. There was a scene um, with what 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 was so important to me that that I love. There was uh, I'm pretty sure you remember this, Lee. Um, there was the the moment where y'all remember the if y'all watched it, it was the the Muhammad Ali the Muhammad Ali arc in Baki. Hama was the the greatest fighter in this show. Uh, Baki's dad, Hama, and. Um, he was the most feared, but he respected Muhammad Ali so much because martial arts goes beyond just the fighting arena. It goes into your everyday life. It goes into your friends and family. You have to be able to relate that information to your everyday life. He respected Muhammad Ali. He gave homage to Muhammad Ali because of the the trials and, and, and triumphs he, he had outside of the ring, which was, you know, you know, standing up for the black culture, the black community, being that figure amongst everyone that was against him, you know, and that there was, that was beautiful to me. You know, if y'all haven't seen it, y'all have to see it. The way he broke it down. And the thing is, you wouldn't have known that he was talking about that up until unless, that. Unless you know the story about Mahalali. Ali. <laughs> yeah, until that conversation arise. But uh, leading up to that, like I said, like he's Hama's the most feared, the, the strongest, but you can tell, I, I saw it coming because I'm a martial arts. I, I understood what Hama was going He was saying that he wasn't the greatest in a way. You know, he was saying Muhammad Ali was the greatest mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> because of the things that he accomplished on and off the ring. And that's one of the things that make a great martial artist a great martial artist is them being a great human being. Yes. Yeah. I love how your levels of anime and you can correlate them with not only just martial arts, but the way of life or how to live the life, you know, how to go, how to move through the, through the shadows, so to speak, and and get everything taken care of. And I think that's dope. Uh, Are you reading any mangas and what manga do you wish what manga do you wish they actually did as an anime or would be a good anime? <clears throat> so I'm not actually watching any, uh, I'm not said watching. I'm not reading any uh, manga right now. Uh, I used to growing up. Uh, I, I don't really, I won't say I don't have time. I just haven't made enough time to do so because I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to stop it there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't read <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a headline before people get it twisted and be like oh man that boy sequence don't read he don't have time to read he's he a busy man the man is like, busy oh, he don't if, read. You, if you follow him on ig you'll see this man is really busy you know, these brothers is busy right now uh what about you lee hmm so weird thing is i can't read new manga oftentimes because I'm thinking about the stuff that I've already read, and I read, I like, I enjoy stuff like um, Vagabond, and Vagabond is the written account 
of Miyamoto Musashi, who's the greatest Ronin of all time. And Musashi wrote a book called Gorin no Sho, which is the book of five rings. Mm-hmm. And it's the book that I live my life by. It's like the Bible for anybody that enjoys the concept of a Ronin. And it shows you how to live life on your terms by having an understanding of the relationships that things have with each other and the types of things that exist and how you can integrate that within yourself and see that both in and outside of yourself. So um, I read Vagabond and I just want to read it over and over and over and over again because every time I read it, there's something new that I find in it. There's a fight that he had with someone who has a Kusarigama, which is the chain sickle. And he realized that the chain sickle is impossible to fight if you view it as one weapon. You have to view it as the three weapons that it is. And in order to fight it, you have to see it as each individual weapon that it is at each point of contact that you have, which requires you to control your perception and have a mastery over mm-hmm. yourself and the way that you see things in order to not die in combat. Once again, you believe in God and anime. That's all the power you need. <laughs> but uh, there is... So there's so there so lately there's been well not lately just recently on Netflix there was an anime that dropped. Uh everybody was excited for it because it's based off a true story. Uh that's the story of Yasuke, the only black samurai in possibly written existence, but there wasn't much story because it was such an old story. There's not much to tell. I don't know if the two of you even seen that series. Uh yes. Yeah. So what was your what was your thought? By the way, this was voiced by Lakeith Stanfield. So it, I have some thoughts, but we'll let you guys talk about it. <laughs> so go ahead, sequence. So of the, the okay, so I'm, I'm not gonna touch too much on it uh, because I, I'm not really too bothered about things that they can do. I just I kind of knew it wasn't gonna they wasn't gonna cover too much, so I just went in there already like to, to to watch it just to be just to just enjoy it i i just i watched it to enjoy it so i actually watched i i just i actually enjoyed it um i didn't have my hopes too high for it um but i'm pretty sure little lee has a uh, more background information on it if he would like to yeah he, his, his eyes are lighting up it's like he he wants it out <laughs> when you said it he was like Hmm. <laughs> He's so been biting his time. <laughs> go ahead, Lee. It was interesting enough. So, if we look at Yasuke as an individual anime, independent of anything else, what we see is a case study. And in order to understand how and why Yasuke is the way that it is, we have to understand the man that created it, LaShawn Thomas. Now, LaShawn Thomas is a black artist. And this man is the reason the boondocks looks like an anime. Because if you look at the comic strip, the style is different. That stylistic mm-hmm. shift is because of LaShawn Thomas. And he decided that he loved anime so much that he wasn't going to go to Japan. He was going to go to Korea, where they make anime. And so he went to Korea and learned the Korean style of animation, and the animation pipeline. And he worked for Warner Brothers for years. He had a huge hand in the visual development of Legend of Korra. And after all these things, this black man that went over to Asia to understand how the cartoons that we <coughs> loved made came back here and became the head of animation at Netflix. So as a black artist, I look at his story and I learn a lot from his story because he went to do something and he accomplished it. So what we're seeing in Yasuke, what we see in Cannon Buskers, is the fruit of someone 
who wanted to realize their vision. And his vision was to create what he had in his sketchbook. And he succeeded in that regard. However, as artists, <laughs> it's important for us to remember the case study. That, this is he's saying it like a yes, professor, too. <laughs> exactly. So as artists, we need to learn from, from certain projects that are released. And what we should learn first and foremost is that the skill of drawing and the skill of visual development and the skill of writing are two very different things. And that there's no shame at all in working with a <laughs> in working with a writer, working with a team in order to make sure that the concept that we have ends up fully realized and properly executed. Are y'all familiar with Todd McFarlane? Yes. Yes. So Todd McFarlane wants to make a spawn movie. But the problem is he wants to make the spawn movie and control the entire thing. And that's why the movie doesn't exist yet. He is an artist that can do literally everything, but because he doesn't want to give away control, the project he wanted to create based on his concept doesn't exist. So as artists, we have to remember that it's okay to work with a team and we have to learn how to build teams so that what we want to exist gets made. And being a part of the team of ninjas that I have has taught me this lesson very well. Well, damn. Uh <laughs> Uh, so I see the series. Um, visually, I thought it was great. Uh, I just had a problem with some of the voice work that Lakeith had. There were just certain scenes of the voice work that Lakeith Stanfield did, and I like him as an actor. Um, I don't know if he's. I think this is his first time doing some like voice work, voice work. So I'm not really grasping. But otherwise, than that, it looked great. I like the I like the storyline, and. Uh, hearing about this this real life character, I'm like, oh, it'd be great. But if you don't really have a lot to base it off of, then I'm okay with what we got because you can't mm, be mad. If, yeah, it's like you can't be really, you really can't be mad if there's no other written text to go by. You know, <laughs> like I, I mean, you can touch on some things. I mean, I mean, it's it's some things that can. That I had watched because I heard it wasn't. Um... It started out kind of strong, but then it, it that was it. The opening was great, and then it was just like after that, it was touch of goes on life support real fast. Hmm. And I was like, man, I don't know. I shouldn't go by word of mouth, but it was some trusted informants, and they <laughs> trusted informants. They ain't let me yeah, long yet. A, you know <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's important if you want to be the dude with a black anime, you got to go to the black anime people and see what they think about it. Like. We live in the internet era. We no longer live in an era where you have to wait 15 years for something to exist. If you want something to get made, it can be made in one year. And you can know what certain members of the community think about that. That's the whole reason. And so there's yeah, we don't not do, much we don't of an excuse time. to 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 be in compromising positions when you can control the narrative and the project that gets released. Mm, yeah. Oh, so I have a burning I have a burning uh, question before we get there. Mm -hmm. Now, I love it. I don't know if everybody, a lot of people don't. But where do you guys stand on Dragon Ball? Like just the whole as a whole. 87% of anybody on the internet that likes anime would not exist without Dragon Ball and no more Dragon Ball standard will be tolerated if it happens after the Cell Saga. Now, what happened after the Cell Saga? Minus Boo, actually no. If it happened after, was Boo after Cell? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, everything yeah, after yeah. Boo 
it doesn't count. It doesn't matter. Dragon Ball. Oh, hold on. No, I like I like yeah. all the sagas. I, I mean, I, up I, until the the, I, I, the, the, the 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 last one was kind of weird where they <laughs> was going to erase the planet, but you know we never know if they did. But they're not supposed to be bringing that back around. It, I like it. it. Get, at that point, it could get all. Yeah, I get. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. See, Lee, uh-huh. I, I, I thought I was the only one who felt like that. Anything after the boo? No. I mean, I get it. It did get kind of weird. It got kind of weird. Because it was hard to track. It was. It did get weird. Like even even the Brody saga, the the film that they did. You know, it was I did just like, like that one. I mean, but I'm 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 not gonna lie. I've been watching it since it first started. Like like. Even back, like in the high school days, when I was in high school, we used to run home to watch that. So I got a special part for that in my heart. I'm not gonna lie. Well, well, like Lee said, just the ending was like, find out next time on Jack. That shit right there had me hooked because the motherfucker, the way that nigga stopped that shit in the middle of the nigga's fight (laughs) and had your ass waiting for a whole week to come back to see what was gonna happen. Fuck all that. I don't care what nobody say. That Power Rangers was my shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) You talk about a place in my heart, boy. I tell you, running home from to see those two. Yeah, but yeah, it I, did I, get I weird will, after I, the boo. It got kind of weird. Hercule became like this super. Who's <laughs> <sighs> oh, been watching Hercule? <laughs> we pretty much anyone who's been watching this since the beginning. We pretty much tolerate anything that comes after the boo saga. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, I mean... it, it's it's like you know your you know your crackhead uncle gonna steal stuff, but you love him enough that you're gonna let him over anyway. You just watch him closely though. <laughs> <laughs> Anything after the boo saga is like the crackhead uncle. You watch it closely, but you don't put too much effort into it. But right? no, you do That's have a point. Sad. We we do let a lot of shit slide after boo. All right, so and um uh, DBZ. Those were the those were the legends right there. So if you mm-hmm. you watched those or grew up on those or started with those, it was one of the top three. I mean, if you tolerate it up to the boo saga, I mean you tolerate the rest of it. But you not tolerate up to the boo because it was well thought out. You know, yeah. it, it lost something after the boo, you know. And GT don't count. Fuck GT. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, GT no, got I, weird. Mean, I don't know I, what the I fuck feel, I, got the the ra- I got off the rail after Super GT. He- Dragon like, Ball yeah. superheroes. That shit they tried with the dude who looked like uh but it had that weird planet where everybody was like fucking I don't know the name of this shit, but it was like because yeah. I, I couldn't Dragon watch Ball it. Super. No, like no, 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 no. This was something totally different than Super. My heroes. Dragon Ball Heroes. Dragon Ball Heroes. Oh, the heroes. Yeah. Okay, oh. yeah. Super Saiyan 4 fight Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah. I mean, they had some dope <laughs> fights, dope concepts, but it was just like, it was a weird ass, like these niggas was on like Fight Island, and it was just like, <laughs> yes. was fight just... <laughs> yeah, for the video game. It's a commercial for the video game. That's all it is. Yeah. No, they had a yeah. cartoon. Yeah, this was the good. They had a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Just what like E-Man is a commercial for the toy. Okay, Dragon yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, now I can dig it. Okay, I'll yeah. give it a little more. Yeah, Mr. his name was Mr. Satan, and it was Hercule yeah. at the same time. Like, this nigga didn't know who the fuck he was. He had a real identity crisis. Like, Hercule, like, how did... I forgot how he got his money. He was the strongest fighter on the world. Oh, he was yeah. like, was he? Hogan. Was he? Though? That was all, but that was his always. Yeah, he was, was definitely tag. like Hulk Hogan on Earth. Yeah. He was yeah. definitely yeah. out here. He was the Hulk Hogan of Earth. That's what he yeah. was. Still out here. Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. I'm Mr. Okay. Satan. And and didn't he? Uh, the fighting, the fighting arena, the tournament. Like he was there. Yeah, yeah he got his ass whooped. Yeah. 
No, yeah. he he won it. Yeah. So he had but yeah, that's, it, I mean, it's just like <laughs> yeah, anything after like I said, like the Broly saga, the film. You know, dope fight scenes, a lot of shit going on, but you could tell in the animation how like it was older in certain scenes, and you could really tell. You know, it although was the weird. St- it although although the funniest thing I pulled from that movie was when Vegeta and Goku left to go get Piccolo, and Piccolo was just like, "Yo, Piccolo's, no, can we? I got shit to do with this. This. Like, I don't care what nobody say. Piccolo was a true brother. He <laughs> was not trying to bother nobody. You know what I'm saying this thing was like, hey man, don't be bringing that shit over here. I'm trying to chill. Got shorty on the way. Got some. You know what I'm saying just trying to relax. He's like, I'll tell you what to do, but I'm not coming with you. The funny part to me is when um they had to fight Broly at Broly at the end, and uh, Vegeta and Goku left. Broly's beating the Vegeta, uh, uh, beating Freezer's ass. Oh, fr- oh yeah, he was beating the fuck out of Freezer. <laughs> no, let's let's not go past that because that part might have been the funniest part because this nigga yeah, Freezer was true. like, oh yeah, I'm about to chill. This nigga looked at Freezer was if, if on site was a person, this nigga looked at Freezer. <laughs> and then the words of my nigga no more Lowry, it was on bumpers. He went at that nigga. Hey, he was beating Freezer into a mountain. And this nigga Freezer like, get your dirty hands off me, you dirty ape. He was beating the shit out of this nigga. Gave him all kind of rights. Let me, 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 bow. Hit him with the uppercut. Threw this nigga in the mouth. This nigga went gold. I was like, I've had enough of this shit. And now this nigga beat him more. God rest the soul of the dude who played Freeze. But that nigga was like, I had enough of this shit. He was kind of beat him more. That shit. Yo, I was I was watching it in the theater. It and was that like, plot, hold on, Groovy made right. a point. Groovy made a point because that that plot line never made sense to me. How Broly was mad at Goku, who he never seen because this nigga was crying so much as a baby. Like that fucking yeah. beginning was kind of weird. Yeah, like and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like everything, that's what we were saying. Like everything. He beat his ass so bad that he brought back memories of that cry. Like he <laughs> <laughs> this beat Goku so bad that's a, that's he started crying movie. like a baby and pissed Broly off even more. This nigga was like, "Oh, this nigga that was crying kept me up all goddamn night." And beat the shit out of him even more. <laughs> I've noticed, noticed once, once I've noticed. Like I watched super like several times i watched it the first time when it was coming out and then i decided to watch it the second time then the third time the more you watch super you start to see that you start to see pattern in in, in dragon ball yeah it, does. Yeah, yeah it it has somewhat no substance there's a it seems like there's a lot going on but it really ain't a lot going on no. uh, it, it's just entertaining it, it's uh it's just yeah. like, we, we all want to don't, don't make me y'all wanted to, always wanted to but see, once again, it was the it was the thing that got us started. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was the one that got it. So we're gonna hold a special place for it because Krillin. I stumbled upon yeah. Fucking no, no, Yamcha is the that fucking dude. most useless character in the history. I'd rather have Mr. Popo than motherfucking Yamcha. <laughs> this nigga then they serve some Dende. purpose. This nigga Yamcha wasn't shit. <laughs> He nigga. tried to be in the camp. TN was, was, was cool. Yeah. This nigga Yamcha wasn't shit. Yamcha was the one that was just like, yo, I'm in this group. He's, I'm in oh, this, I'm now, in now low-key, quiet as his cap. Gohan wasn't all that. 
He was cool as a kid, but that nigga got old. He got soft as fuck, and he lost everything. Yeah, because he said so he kind of used to. This nigga became the great Sandman and all that shit. If he would became the, if he would became the the main character like he was supposed to, I think yeah. Dragon Ball Z. What we? Because Sarah watched him. I'm like, dude, what? Uh, you talked all that stuff. And if I have Go, to admit, was Goku. Main, yeah, we would have, we would have loved it for what it was when we was watching it growing up. We would loved yeah. it. Yeah, but Goku is trash. I'm have to say that. Not a trash character. He's, he's just he, he, he had a trash. Father, he had a trash father path. ever. <laughs> no, he was toxic. Go, we have to admit, Goku was toxic. I mean, oh, Goku was definitely toxic. He was always on fighting, and he never took care of none of his kids. Like, <laughs> none of them. Like, was it there for not one birth? That's not like, one. That's why this thing ain't we... seen no, not one of his kids walk, but he seen him fight. Yeah. What uh, what anime y'all watching now? Uh what did what did I just leave off with? Actually, I'm not. Oh, I finished. I'm finishing Attack on Titan right. since I have time. Before they drop the second, the next half of the other season. So other than that, uh, that is it. They everybody's telling me JoJo has a new season, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll watch JoJo. <laughs> you haven't you haven't watched any of JoJo? No, I've watched the first two seasons of JoJo. Oh, okay, okay. What about you, DC? Uh, I don't have time. I ain't a lot of you. When I get a chance, if it's on tsunami and I'm awake or or, or or physically, I've had some suggestions. See, my problem was I here and I tell this story before. I got caught up in hentai first. Somebody tricked me into <laughs> thinking I was watching anime and it was fucking hentai, so that fucked me up for life. I can't, can't just see the shit the same no more. I was I was dating this girl and was at her house. She's like, Hey, you wanna watch this? This anime. I was like, Cool. And it was like fucking Typical porn and shit, and it was just like the wildest shit I've ever seen in my life. I was like, "You scarred me." <laughs> like, I can't go back to some normal shit after this. Like, what the fuck? I'm supposed to do with this normal stuff. So, uh, but no, I do want to get into some other stuff. Uh, I'm waiting on the Cowboy Bebop to come on Netflix. I kind of want to see that. Yes, and then I'll go watch the, the, the uh, anime version. Yeah, Cowboy live action. Cowboy they have a live Bebop. action. Oh, live action. Okay. Yeah. I know it's not the same. The only the only show that had one season and it's still like top tier. But I've seen some of Cowboy Bebop back in the day. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was introduced. I I I stumbled. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I stumbled across Dragon Ball years ago when they had uh, when, when we had satellite when we had the big satellite in the backyard. And like it oh, got shit. knocked offline, and so we had to manually use the control to find the station. And me and my brother, I'm like, "What cartoon is this?" And this is when Gohan, when Goku was a kid. So oh, we were catching about, it. At, uh, yeah, we we're catching it at the beginning. Man, you know, we we're catching that regular Dragon Ball, <laughs> regular Dragon Ball. So we were like, "I'm like, yo!" And so once we figured out like the timing, and we had the signal down, we we were watching that joint every week. And that's and that's that that got me onto it. Uh, we had a public access channel in Akron, and on oh, Friday shit. nights, yeah, they used to show they used to show ECW, uh, and then after ECW, they would show uh, like Crying Freeman, Lupin the Third, Lupin they was would, dope too. Yeah, they would show also. That's I was introduced to those around fifteen when I was about fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. So yeah, nice. I was really soaking those up then like people like crying freeman what's that i'm like yo he was an assassin but he hated 
like he would cry for his for his for his enemies every time he did it you know so uh lubin the third was like my first funny anime to watch and was really into it so cowboy bebop came later dragon ball was already on the mark so yeah i was introduced to that stuff early Lupe still like lupin the third (laughs) (laughs) yeah but like yeah um goku was trash was a trash father piccolo was the dude (laughs) piccolo was always that dude to me so yeah Yes, but uh, yeah, I'm finishing off. I'm finishing off Attack on Titan. Uh, I see Baki has a new season, so I'll check it out. Um, it's straight. Sorry, yeah. I like. Uh, I'll, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll check out the rest of JoJo because here's the thing that people don't understand about JoJo. They had a bomb soundtrack at the end. They're in credits. They have bomb soundtrack in credits. So I'm like. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check. I'll, I'll finish that off because you know Jojo, Jojo, Jojo can be weird, but it's hard to if you're not paying attention, it's hard to keep up with. Um, my hero this season was, hmm. yeah. I don't know if it's because it's like it's too much going on at the school. I'm like I'm tired of seeing the school tournaments. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, you don't like people getting their education, Chris? <laughs> no, I, I can see the headline that. now. Chris Fury hates education. <laughs> Now nah, they got him out banning schools. <laughs> banning schools. Oh my god. The, <laughs> the, the, the uh the thoughts and processes of Chris Ray do not reflect the themes of Bart's <laughs> eye view. <laughs> but no, but uh yeah, I'm I'm still I'm mustering through that hell. I'm still finishing off tit- Titans. And that's only because Young Justice popped back up. So but you're rightly oh wait, oh we forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, Young I, Justice was bad. I haven't, wow. I haven't watched it yet because I want to go back because I felt like it was too long between the fourth, third season and the fourth season. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I missed a lot, so I got to go back and start from the beginning because I feel like it's only right if I'm a. Because they lost me because I was like, I heard they was getting canceled, and I was like, well, fuck, if they're getting canceled, I ain't about to finish it off. And that's what it seemed like. And then they turn around and they sprung. But they got they canceled like that. three, four times though. Like they yeah. like canceled more than Every time anybody. like they're canceled and then somebody drag, drags it out of the mud. I'm like, hey, no, it's back. And like, that's what I thought. Like after that last season, I thought that was it. And then like uh, Warner Brothers and DC had that DC fandom and they were why they were dropping all the news. And they were like, and you can catch the first two episodes of the new season of Young Justice Phantoms. And I'm like, when the hell did it drop? You know, so today I watched watched the two seasons, the first two uh, episodes, and I'm like, I like you said, DC. I had to watch the last two episodes of the previous season because I was like, it had been that long. Man, I was seeing the cover, and I was like, who the fuck is these guys? It was like some people on there I ain't seen it never. I was like, hmm. hey, I'm gonna have to go back because they didn't change this team sixty times. They 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 barely they keep some of the the main core crew. Like I seen Superboy on there. Megan Garfield, uh, Garfield. I don't know what they're gonna do with live action Titans. I gotta finish that season anyway. Oh yeah, um, you missed it. Yeah, yeah. I gotta finish that one off. I'll probably finish so that. So glad they night put night. Red Hood yeah. in it. Finally making Titans. Yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of. I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of. It was kind of a it, letdown. It's because, it's because it the guy like, is so squirrely. Is he had that squirrely voice when he has that, the helmet yeah, I just felt like like he played like they, the Red Hood. He played Red Hood the shit out of it. 
Yeah. But it was just the way he was going. It was like it was like a drug induced Red Hood. And I didn't really I don't feel like he was like dependent on Scarecrow. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like Red Hood stand up for Red Hood. He didn't need this motherfucker. And <laughs> Scarecrow was a hippie. This nigga just smoked weed all day. Yeah, she was always doing really sh- They do. Yeah, shows yeah. I think do a really bad job of telling the story, and they try to make it easier for regular people that aren't into comics. Yeah. But the comic and story is perfect. Is. Doesn't need to be changed. Just, oh my god! The, yeah. the animated movie Into the Red Hood was fucking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Crazy. Under the Red Hood. Under the Red Hood's uh, fucking great. Perfect. And it's but told in a way like you can literally watch that. And not be a, a purveyor of the comics and say, "Yo, this was good." Yeah, believe right. Good. They dumbed that. They dumbed that live action down for the lowest common denominator people. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, Batman, you know, Robin. Well, here's Red Hood and Scarecrow, and we're gonna water it down so you can understand and follow everything. Yeah, I, I'm still not digging this old Bruce Wayne. Not that version anymore. Oh, that nigga. Oh my God, that Bruce Wayne couldn't kick a motherfucking paper bag down the street the way he looked. <laughs> I wasn't feeling the Bruce Wayne. Other than that, I mean, other than Bruce yeah, Wayne. Yeah, that was really the only thing. I really wasn't feeling the And the Red Hood Wayne. story arc, I was cool with everything else. Nighthood, Robin became Nightwing. And yeah, you know I mean, I mean, Beast Boy still can only do three animals, but he's learning. Like, this nigga can do, uh, man, he got a bat by accident. And no, no, he can only do two, right? Yeah, he did, he, the snake, the he did the snake. Oh, he did the snake. Yeah, the snake he did the snake. Yeah, the tiger. He knew, how, he knew how to do the tiger. He did That's the, the snake. That's the only thing he accident. know how to do. This nigga's a one trick pony. And this nigga know how to do the tiger. That's he'd be he'd be a horrible uh child entertainer. All right, guys, you want to see some animals? Lion. Now I'm a lion on my hind feet. I'm a lion in the corner. <laughs> you, like, do something else. Lion. <laughs> But tigers. So before we get out of here, um tell we'll start with you sequence. Tell everybody where they can find you. Well, first for starters, um, you guys can uh, follow me on IG on my cosplay page. It's actually on the screen there. Uh Dat Ronin, D-A-T-B-O-Y Ronin. And uh my mark page is Fist Ronin. And I'm also on Facebook as Sequence Henry. There you go. Lee. So, people, I'm, I'm Lee Juasso. L-E-E-J-U-A-S-O. That's how you spell Juasso. So if you want to find me, go to the home of Black Anime Street, where 160% profits goes directly to all artists on the website. Over 50 artists on the website. Over 200 products on the website. J-U-A-S-O-G-R-A-P-H-I-C-S.com. Juassographics.com for all your Black Anime Streetwear needs. In terms of Martial arts training things that is on R O N I N dot J U A S O. Bro, I need to work yeah. on my man. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, man, he sold the hell out of that. I do not make me follow that because I ain't got the energy. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, well, I think what I, I will go you first. Can me. Fuck that. I'm not about to follow that. <laughs> I tell you what, dude, I like his energy me. though, man. Yeah, it, it was it was fly. It was fly. Uh, so you can find me here. Just go to the link tree. You can find all everything Chris.Fury1 on IG. Blurred's Eye View, all one word on IG. But if you just go to either one of those pages on IG and go to the link, the bio in the link tree, everything's there. Uh, yeah, I, I can't sell it like Joel's just did. It's like I'm, 
that that was high energy, boy, and I loved it. <laughs> so it's ten o'clock at night, he's still on twenty. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I, I was like, I'm like, shit. He had weedies, vitamins, and prayers, and the way of the road. I'm over here just like, yeah, man. I just, you know, like I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> Tell them where they can find you, DC. Ah, uh, shit. I don't know now. We went from 20 to 10 to 5. (laughs) Yeah, you can find me on IG at what the shit underscore podcast. Um, Also, Darius DC Chambers, all one word. On Facebook, it's what the stuff podcast. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. You know what the fuck you did, nigga? You out here disrespect for the homies. And, uh, you know, so you can find us there. The link trees in the bio on uh, Instagram. And, uh, you know, thank you. I'm yeah. happy to see you guys here, man. It was a great time. Definitely. Uh, we got to have you guys back. Uh, I want to thank our guests, Lee and Sequence, for coming on and telling everyone where they can find you. Uh, be sure to check out Linktree, as I said earlier. And as always, Blurred's Eye View is providing a safe space for Blurred's everywhere to showcase their talent, skills, and talk topics as only we can. So until next Tuesday, when wait. we talk to... Well, wait, wait. I want to. I'm. I'm a, I like doing this because I like speaking things into existence. Oh. Don't be surprised when you see these young brothers and their teams out here doing the next set of GI Joe and all the rest. Of, I'm talking about. Nah, fuck GI Joe. They're gonna be doing real ass action movies. We're gonna yeah. be out here. Keep no an rock, eye out. No. Uh, keep, no. Keep the eyes out. Channing Tatum or uh, Marlon Wayans doing. Nah, man. They're gonna be doing out here doing real stunts, man, and real movies, man. I see it because they dope. Yeah. And they and they about they crash. Their, their minds is in the right place. Their heart is definitely in the right place. Some Ashley wanna... Janae said that uh made me realize that you know oh, water yeah. finds its own level. Yeah. So Ashley Janae. The way y'all wavelengths is going, man, the way y'all water is going, man, y'all gonna be on and popping real soon. Yeah. If not sooner than later, you know what I mean? I believe it, they they got some dope content. They they hearts is in the like I said, their hearts is in the right place. But the, but the biggest thing. They they is team over self, and that'll yeah. get you everywhere. Yes, yes. You know I mean, yes. they humble. They about the team, teamwork. You know what I mean? And that's and go. You you only as strong as your team, right? Yeah. But go ahead, right. man. Yeah, you know, I just want to put it out there in the atmosphere, man, so these brothers can get on, and we can say we knew them uh, before they start kicking <laughs> major ass in Hollywood, right? Or but everywhere, Chris, you know, you, nah, man, so, nah, no, no, we don't want to. No, I do not want to see these brothers doing stunts on Tyler Perry movies. They do badass wigs, and I want to see. I'm pretty Medea sure they do, would do way I don't want to see Medea goes to the dojo or, or Medea goes back <laughs> back in time and meets Bruce Lee or some bullshit like that. I like Tyler Perry, but I didn't have a buff of Medea. <laughs> she did a lot, man, in her lifetime. Like she need to fucking re- Medea retires. That's the next movie. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can we picture it. I want to learn martial arts. Hello. I love Tyler Perry, man, and everything he doing. But if I see one more, God, Medea, yes, Medea enters the dragon. God damn it, if you don't get Medea, Medea I, have her send her ass home somewhere. Thank you, Groovy. I was thinking of some shit like that, but you said it. I'm trying Medea, Medea do one more goddamn thing. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm it's I'm like a D a it out. It's like a three. I'm a D it out, so. man. It was oh. cool. It was cool when it first started in the plays and all that. But now it's just like, what can't Medea do? Like next, she's gonna be uh, Medea becomes a superhero. Medea be a Marvel character. Medea. Her fucking super. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh my God. Well, until next Tuesday when we talk geek with other blurs, remember to entertain yourself and others, educate yourself and others. And most of all, like these brothers here with us tonight, encourage yourself and others. And until next mission. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa I got I got I got one more. Got one more shameless plug. If you guys aren't doing anything tomorrow night, uh what oh, the yeah. shit will be live. We have uh, a dope couple from Akron who just went viral with their video called Same Chick. It's a husband and wife rap duo. And T-Vix, right now they popping. Oh, T-Vix and Miss Dean will be on with their album Zamunda. And uh, Medea will nowhere be found. But uh, <laughs> again, appreciate oh, you, brother, for coming on. Uh, seriously, being that man, you guys are dope. And keep doing it. You know what I mean? We will keep our eyes out for anything that you guys are doing and hopefully support everything you can do. So you got a home here, Blurred's Eye View. You always. got fans here, man. I'm all, I always tell I always tell guests that they leave. If they shit is dope, I'll be like, you have a fan right here if nobody else. And I mean that shit because if your shit ain't dope, I'd be like, hey, man, it was nice having you. Uh, <laughs> see you next time, brother. <laughs> but no, man, you guys is dope, man. So I'm going to have to make sure I get because it's, it's been a busy week. I haven't been able to follow people like I usually do. I'm definitely going to make sure I check out our content, like, share, comment, man, and put the word out there. My platform ain't big. Our platform ain't big. But anything we can do to make sure dope people is seen, we're going to try to do. So when y'all see a whole bunch of like, what the shit, don't be honest, don't be worried. I'm just sharing a lot of stuff. I do that from time to time. And that's good. Yes. Thank yes. Groovy. The melanin hands of gods. Thank you, Groovy. So until next Groovy's Groovy's the man. He's all right. He is all right with me. Blessing everybody's lives. (laughs) He do, don't he? Pop up in the live with Groovy. Groovy ain't the top fan. Oh man, man, we appreciate appreciate y'all. Yeah, for real, for real. I'm like, we got tell people you can go anywhere and go on any shore, man. And I always feel blessed. You know what I'm saying? When people want to come to us, it's dope. Yeah, you know I mean, you be like, because some people you ask, you be like, hey, man, you know, got a podcast, want you guys to come on. They can have a thousand followers and they think like, oh, nigga, I ain't doing your little show, man. Fuck that shit. So I believe, you know, like I said, water, like Ashley said, water, water finds its own level. So, level. you know, people who fuck with you, you got to fuck with them back. So we appreciate it, man. And it's all, like I said, it's all love over here. If you guys need anything from us, don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah, our doors is always open. Doors always unless they're closed. They're they're not really always. I I don't know where I got. (laughs) That's a saying I got from somewhere, but I know y'all better go. Yeah, I know, but no, doors always open, man, and I mean that for sure. Um, I like seeing, especially younger cats, man. I like seeing that because we old. Me and Chris, we 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 dinosaurs. Y'all the future, man. Dinosaurs. Fuck that, Chris. I'm gonna keep it real, man. We fuck season. We old, man. We one foot, one foot <laughs> closer to the grave, man. That the Grim Reaper sitting over our shoulder any day waiting, just being like, Come on, nigga. You know you <laughs> checking to see, putting his little bony nose under a uh, little bony finger under our nose just to make sure we still breathe. I mean, it's true. Oh man, my you know? god. Yeah, I... It's the, the future, man. I want to make sure the future is in good hands, man. And with people like this, I, I feel like I ain't got nothing to worry about because. One day I'm gonna be old. Yeah, as long man. as as long as there's brothers like you, seriously, as long as people gotta carry like that torch, there, man. And I want. And I we know sure that you're do. out there doing 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 good, and then not only doing good, but then teaching it to the next generation. We know there's still hope. You know, there's yeah. still hope out there. So and I think cats that's out here company. ain't doing nothing, man. Pants. I ain't gonna get on my old man soapbox. Goddamn pants around your goddamn ankles. All that fucking jive music and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, until next but, mission. 
we are out of here. Appreciate we want to thank y'all. our guests once again thank you. for coming on. And we definitely we got to have you guys back again. But until next mission, this is Chris Fury along with DC. Can't be had to step out. But we are out of here.